welcome back to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So, as expected, guys, a lot of um, interesting news has been going on this week. Starting with um, Bethesda. Um, As you guys know that E3 has been canceled last month. That was the announcement surrounding the coronavirus. And Bethesda came out and announced that they would not be among the publishers hosting their digital showcase in order to fill the void in which would be E3. Now, um, let me find out who said this. Oh, Pete Hines, Pete Hines. Pete Hines with a Twitter and said, given the many challenges we're facing due to the pandemic, we will not host a digital showcase in June. We have lot we have lots of exciting things to share about our games and look forward to telling you more in the coming months. So let's 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 break that down. Now okay, guys, you know the the thing about Fallout 76, that didn't do good. Uh, however, I can admit, I will admit, that they are, in fact, cleaning that up. And it's not perfect, but it is being cleaned up. Excuse the noise in the background, guys. Um... But yeah, this whole year, that, it's just... Now, Doom Eternal just came out. Um... I don't know... What they would have to showcase this year. Like, cause we're not getting Elder Scrolls. No time soon. I don't even know if they, they've hinted that they started on it. But considering what's been going on. I'm sure that came to a halt. But um. These, this, this damn virus. My god. It just like put a stop in everything. Moving on. So there was another um, major story involving or surrounding Borderlands 3. Now, I found this story and it was broken by Jason Schreier from Kotaku. And, um, okay, so here's it is. Borderland 3 was a huge sales success, okay? Now, the 
people that worked on the game was supposed to receive bonuses for it. And come to find out that they didn't get, not only did they not get bonuses, but they also do not get, um, what is that word again? Let me think, let me think, let me think. It's, it's not revenue, it's um, royalties, it's royalties. And they don't get royalties. Now see, I believe that how their system, this is 2K, um, and this sphere works, is that they get a percentage of the game. I believe it's 60 for the publishers and the huge higher-ups. And then the employees get the 40%, and they also get royalties. Now, these people, these employees, were working for this game, crunch time, and all of that. And then he just like you know dropped the news on him on them that um they would not be receiving a significant royalties and the bonus they expected. Now this is what's frustrating and I I'm, it's frustrating in this industry because these people they have these houses and they have these homes and they have families and they are looking you know they they're using these projections to help cover their bills and their housings and whatnot and when it doesn't come to pass that puts them on real shaky ground here's the thing because it's kind of going to sound like a victim shaming but shouldn't you know this the game industry you can never really survive there it's just because it's pretty much contract work now that being said I can see if this game was in fact not a good success story but this game was. Borderlands 3 sold like a lot and it got high prices though it was kind of uh, but it got high prices and it sold. I don't understand why it sold so much and these people are not getting anything from that. They're not getting anything well not anything but because clearly got paid but um this is gonna this is gonna throw them off. This is gonna throw them off. Now, um when they asked Gearbox about what's going on and whatnot, here's the following statement and mind you, this is very long. Borderlands Dream represents an incredible value to gamers an incredible achievement by the team at Gearbox Software. Our studio is talent-led and we believe strongly in everyone sharing the profitability. The talent at Gearbox enjoys participation in the upscales of our games. To our knowledge, the most general, generous royalty bonus system in a AAA game. 
Since this program began, Gearbox Talent has earned over 100 million in royalty bonus above and beyond traditional compensation. Cause I don't see this as happening in any of the other um, games. I think this is just Borderlands. And, and keep in mind, Borderlands took a long time to make. A long time. In the most recent pay period, Gearbox Talent enjoyed news that Borderlands 3 having earned revenue exceeding the largest investment ever made by the company into a single video game had officially become profitable video game and the talent at Gearbox that participate in the royalty bonus system has now earned its first royalty bonus on that profit. Additionally, a forecast update was given to the talent at Gearbox that participate in the royalty bonus to set expectations for the coming quarters. Now Gearbox is a private company that does not issue forward-looking statements to the public, but we do practice transparency within our own family. Now again, they're not seeing any of those royalties and that game sold really well. And I think it's somewhere where it said and um, the king was like over a hundred and forty million dollars to make. Like that's that's very high for a game that's that. I'm just gonna say it. It doesn't really shine from two. Story was good. Mechanics was great. But it, it didn't, I don't know, but I'm sure that they're going to sort it out because they're constantly updating that game. Not only are they updating it, but they're also adding in DLC and new content. So pretty much, I think that's where they're going to make their money, which is funny because I thought they were already making their money on the DLC. Of that game. Hmm. It's crazy. Now, it's rumored, guys, that there is a collection that may or may not come out on the Nintendo Switch. Now, here's the thing. This came, this started as a, like, it was so small and it came out of nowhere and then it just spread it like wildfire. It is rumored that for the celebration of 35 years with Mario, that um, they're going to be releasing an HD remake of Super Mario 64, 
a Super Mario Sunshine, a Super Mario Galaxy that may be coming this year for the Nintendo Switch. And um and it's also rumored that it's possible that Super Mario 3D World will be a part of that. Now, reputable website and reputable know-it-all people have also, you know, said that this is coming and that people should be excited. Like, I am, I really, really, really want to see two games that is in HD or remastered. The first one is Super Mario 64. I think that was like groundbreaking. I love that game. I remember going to Toys R Us for the very first time, seeing that play in a kiosk, and it 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 blew my mind. It blew my mind that they were able to do that at that time. And Super Mario Galaxy, genius. I mean, when you talk about game design, when you talk about game design, a lot of people really like to, to like, you know, say, oh, that Super Mario is the same, this, same, that. I don't care what nobody says, but I am going to stand on this hill. I'm going to die on this hill saying this. When it comes to these 3D Mario games, geniuses. The game mechanics, the game design, geniuses. The geniuses, they're on a whole new, they're on a whole nother, whole other nother. They are on a whole other level that most game developers dream of getting on. Like that's that's your gold star. No pun intended. Your gold star. Okay? Cause those game designs, those game mechanics, the way that they work on that, it's you can't touch it. And the fact that they can change it ever so slightly but when you get it in your hand, it's tenfold. That's a great game developer. Those are great game designers. But enough about that. Um, I hope it comes true. I hope it comes true. And here's the thing. I know a lot of people like Mario Sunshine. I didn't care for it, and that's just, I, I played it, I didn't care for it, I thought that it was, I thought that it was too broken, like I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I'll give it another try, maybe I was in a different state of mind when I was playing it back then. 
So hopefully we hear something um, in the next couple of months. Now, so some bad news. PlayStation went to Twitter and announced that SIE has made the difficult decision to delay the launch of The Last of Us 2 and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Logistically, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. Naughty Dog went to Twitter and they said this. We're faced with the reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us 2. To our satisfaction, Naughty Dog said about the delay. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're going to do everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant to land a game until such a time where we can solve logistics services or services and issues. We're hoping that this won't be long a long delay and will update you as soon as new information to share that we have information to share i'm up to minds here the first thing is i want them to be able to take care of their employees and to make sure that they are healthy and whatnot so they shouldn't be doing this excess words if they need to tweak these this game to its standards then take that time to do what you need to do. That being said, there's a state of worldwide, we are all affected. This has put a wrench, this virus has put a wrench and, and and just in all of this and however that being said you should be able to um, adjust release it digitally and here's the thing Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. The game has been leaked. Yes, the game has already been leaked. And when they had announced this, when they had announced this, the game was released. It was not released, but it was leaked. And Naughty Dog and the PlayStation on the they're scrounding, scouring the 
internet to make sure that nobody sees it. But the game has already been released. You can see it on... The first place it was released, which was really weird, was on YouTube. Release it digitally. Save you some money. Now, for those who don't have um, the internet, I get it. Because you've got the rural areas and it's hard to have the internet where they are. And some people within the city just don't have, you know, access to the internet. And I don't want them to send it out to... I don't want them to send it... I don't want people going to... Going out. Have it delivered. But then, here's the thing. It's this where the wrench come in. Because I don't want the people who are doing the deliveries to be overwhelmed. And I also don't want those who are in Amazon... I'm not not speaking up for Amazon. I'm speaking up for the workers. I don't want them to be overwhelmed. And so it's it's really weird. And there should be some contactless way to get these games delivered to people. In order to, like, there should be something in place. But... Because a lot of people are waiting on skippers. We don't know when it may come out. But here's my theory. And I'm going on a little further end on this one. I don't believe that they want that. Did they want to put it out? And they're going to eventually. But I think they're holding that game up for um, PS5. And if that's the case, I, I challenge... Um, the Microsoft and Sony release the systems early. Release them early. And not just for these games, but I'm looking at this like from this perspective. I think after this it's gonna have to we're gonna have to change our our way of life and I don't want this to I don't want a rush and I believe holding off the said systems will cause a rush which will ultimately backfire and I don't want that I want things to go smoothly and everyone is like getting what they need but they're getting it in a timely manner they're going to have to sort this out. I've done a little right there, guys. But, um, it applies. I think that they want to, they want to make, um, this a big PS5 game launch. Okay. And, um, Rockstar is doing something good. They're saying that they're going to donate 5% of in-game revenues to the COVID-19 relief. That's good. Persona 5 is out. 
really good really good um there are some it's a director's cut of the game that's what it is it's a director's cut um re3 I was about to get this game. Guys, I was about to get this game. Until I found out that it was like... The campaign was like five, six hours. There are a lot of things I can do. But five to six hours... For for as much as they were asking for... I can't do that. I can't swing that. I'm sorry, guys. I can't swing that. I'm going to be honest with you. I watched it on YouTube... I watched it on YouTube, and I, no, I didn't play it, and eventually I will, but not for that, that's too high for me, for five hours, six hours of game, mm-mm, uh, QuickCon has been canceled, That was something else. I said, they, oh no, that was the two things that we talked about earlier. That was, um, okay, QuakeCon has been canceled due to the COVID-19. They don't want people to get sick or whatnot. Outer Worlds has been announced that will be releasing on the Switch in June. And Minecraft Dungeons is going to be coming out on Microsoft Xbox Series and the Nintendo Switch on May 26th. Now, here's the thing. What were you guys thinking about putting it out on that day? I am so looking forward to this game. I am so looking forward to this game. I still remember the first time I saw the trailer for it in E3. And I said to myself, I really wish that came to the Switch. And when it was announced that it was coming to the Switch, I'm, 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 I'm buying it. And matter of fact, if it's out for pre-ordering right now, I'm going to pre-order it. Because I, I think that's a very fun looking game. And um, and like I said, all the worlds will be coming in, in June, which is fun. I'm happy that that's coming out. Because I couldn't, oh god, it was supposed to be released last month? Yeah, it was supposed to be released last month. But, um, I'm glad it's coming out in June. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to pick it up and play it in. And the last bit of news, Platinum Games announced a little April Fool's show talking about, like, you know, because you know it's supposed to be releasing four games. And in the last one, they had released a, a video, just some random video. But it was an April Fool's joke. It wasn't even that funny. However, they did announce later, a couple of days later, that yeah, they are set to reveal a new game that they're going, not a new game, but um, a new announcement of a game that they have been planning on releasing sometime soon. We don't know too much information about it, but um, we're looking forward to it. So within the next couple of weeks and stuff like that, we should get more information about that game. And that was the top stories in gaming. A lot of gaming information this week. 
And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. So there's not really a lot that's been going on, except for a little bit of foolishness. And um, so let's start with some uh, some good news. Okay, good news revolving around music. Drake and Frank Ocean released some new music. Frank Ocean released two songs, Dear April and Kiendo. Now. Kiendo is, and I believe it's in Spanish. And uh, Dear April, I believe, was an unreleased track from his earlier collection. Because I think that was like, gosh, if not five years ago. But either way, they were very beautiful songs. Very beautiful songs. Something is so special about that man when it comes to him singing. And I think the reason why he is so unique is because um, when we first heard about him, and shout out to Issa Rae, shout out to Issa Rae, because um, Diary of a Awkward Black Girl, that TV show, that or not TV show, but that TV, uh, not TV, God, I don't know why you say because I'm thinking about Insecure, um, her sh- show on YouTube premiered that song. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, the underground, underground, underground people knew about it. But it was, that was the first place I heard thinking about you. And it was his voice that he has a very, his voice is just so good. It's so good. And, and, and it can, not only is he a good writer, not only is he a great producer, it's just I like how he uh, he lets his music speaks for him. Let's go on to Miss Aubrey. So, um, she come out with this song. Okay. And I know you fans are going to be like, bitch, who do you think you are? Um, I'm not saying that it's a bad song. I, this is how I would say it. I think that the song, the song sounded best when it was unreleased. Now, you remember that it was a TikTok, I believe. It was these four young men and they had that dance they created to that song. I think that that was best for that, but he he's trying to capitalize on it. And why wouldn't he? I get it. Why wouldn't he? However, I think that some songs are more has a better impact when it's small because. After that video, people went looking for the song and enjoyed that song, but now that he released it 
officially. It flopped. And it was because it was it was it was a gem. It was a it was a it's a nice song. I just think that it should have stayed in the TikTok sphere. That's why I believe it should have stayed. It's a song that that was made for a dance, and now he's trying to capitalize off of it. And I don't. I think that it's it flopped. I mean, it came out, and then soon after Frank Ocean released his songs, and his songs trended, and that sounds like. It's a cool song. I listened to it three, four times. But after that, I don't want to listen to it no more. And the only reason why I don't want to listen to it no more is because when I discovered the song, I discovered it on TikTok, and I liked it there because it fit that dance. And yes, he did make a song surrounding the damn dance. And I think that's contrived. I think that's really, you know, I don't think that that's worthy of, Hate because it's like, dude, you know how to rap, you know how to do this, but doing things like this, it just, it's, it makes you look like you're you're, you're going for clout. You are solidified there, and oh god, since we're on the subject of Drake. He released a, a picture of him and his kid and the baby mama. And the child looks like Drake's mother. A lot of people had a lot of things to say. For what, I don't know. There are, but is he, and now let me be honest with you guys. I, we shouldn't be talking about it because it's really not worth it. But guys, come on. Come on. You know, come on now. Come on. But the reason why a lot of people were shocked by the, the appearance of this child is because this child has blonde hair and blue eyes. His parents are both brown haired and brown eye so it's like she just like but that's what happens sometimes it skips a generation and yes Drake looks more like his father but his kid looks more like his mother and so as long as that kid looks well as long as it's 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 happy that that makes me happy because people really shouldn't be commenting on how this kid looks that being said I can understand why Drake was so hesitant as far as you know revealing his kid to his world and furthermore I'm not talking about the kid I'm looking at the body language to Drake and the baby mama it's like well clearly there's nothing there but come on dude it seems like the way you looked it seems like you the picture was forced the picture looked forced like 
I'm not saying you don't like your kid. I'm not even saying you don't love your kid. It just seemed like it appeared in that picture that you just didn't want to be around her and how she may have forced herself into it. Now, that's just because a picture could say a lot of words. And I may very well may be wrong, but it's just how it looked. And I guess that's what people, yes, the child got caught in a crossfire, but I guess that that's what they were responding to. It seems like there's a lot of strain in that. Oh well, Drake, continue to do what you do, girl. Uh, Ari Lennox is a beautiful soul. She is funny. Guys, she is really funny. And I like how she is... Uh, Ari is really down to earth. Okay? She knows that she she's grateful for her fans. What I enjoy about her is that she's one of those artists that who has an old soul now she knows she can sing she knows she can sing but she's just down to earth now she got on her Instagram and she was trying to put on this wig and she did it good honestly yeah she did it was it was funny because she was so funny in doing it um but here comes Snoop Dogg talking about, um, why don't you try to rock your real hair? First of all, Ari Lennox is like one of the very few artists out there who has rocked her real hair. She has rocked her real hair. She has good looking, healthy hair. What are you on about? And. You talking about wigs when your daughter and your baby mama has wigs? Look, you shouldn't have came into this sphere. This wasn't for you, girl. Snoop Dogg, you know we love you. Even though you don't love us back. But we know you love, you know we love you. But sit down, sit down, okay? Ari is a beautiful soul, and she should be protected at all costs. What else happened this this week? Um, as you can imagine, um, a lot of movies have been pushed back. Um, Black Widow. The Eternals, Indiana Fine. Ooh, child. They. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I like what's going on with Fudo and Amazon and stuff like that. Oh, and mind you, Amazon is going to hold um the Southwest, but um the Southwest. Film festival. That's what they're going to do. They're going to hold it. And it's going to be free. It's 
it's going to be free. They're going to stream it live. And kudos to them because those artists, yes, you know, you wanted to get the the praise from your peers and the people you looked up to. But sweetheart, as you can see, this is... You better get your movie out. That's the only thing you need to be concerned about. Get your work out there. And stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I believe that is sometime next month. HBO is free streaming. It's nine. I think they're going to do that for a whole month. Just go on there. Just go on HBO Go. And it's there. Um, what else has been like going on? A lot of theaters are shutting down. A lot of theaters are shutting down. Um, Bill Withers, that's, you know, the artist. Such iconic song. Lean on me. Ain't no sunshine she's gone since she's been gone. And Lovely Day. Oh. Lean on me. A lovely day. Okay, iconic. But lean on me. Yeah, he died at 81. Um, it says that, um, this is from AP, we are devastated by the loss of our beloved devoted husband and father, a solitary man with a heart driven to connect the world at large with his poetry and music. He spoke honestly to people and connected them with each other. This is from his family. As a private, as private as his life was, Hold on, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. As private a life as he lived close to intimate families and friends, his music forever belongs to the world. Oh my god, you sung that song? Use me? Alright. that song. I'm going to play that song. Um, what else happened this week? Wilmington will be shut down. They announced that. They was like, uh uh-uh, girl. (laughs) I know you guys love tennis, but, um, you are not coming over here. Up, oh, mm. Takashi 69 is out. He wasn't out no more than an hour before um, he went to Instagram and let people know that he was out acting the fool. Of course, he's gonna be making his music and stuff like that. I'm not looking forward to it, but he's home right now. And I'm sure that you guys who are his fans, some of you who may be listening to this, may be his fan, I'm happy for you. And speaking about our music scandal, hey, hey, guys, 
What in the world? Look, Justin Timberlake. When I tell you his Cry Me a River, most of that song was sung by other people. And then even though I didn't even know Marsha and Bertha made a, a, an appearance on that song. And she got a Grammy for that song. And they didn't even give her, well, she, of course they gave her her writing credits. Um, you know, she's smart about that. But we just, she just, it was just discovered that she was actually singing the end and the ad lips of that song. And then when you hear it, you actually can hear her voice. And who that boy skated. And this is not to say that he's not a good uh, artist. I think Justin Timberlake can sing. It's just that I don't, what I don't like is I don't like when you try to come off like you're doing it when in fact you're not. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But, um, yeah. That's how he gets down. I'm glad that she's getting her recognition on that song, though. Well deserved. Um, Nene Links previews a new song calling. because and do we really care do we really care girl you are just fighting to stay relevant um honey get money honey girls lady luck This is this is such a wreck. Jesus, this is such a wreck. And who is this about Kenya Moore? Um, that's who she's supposed to be going against. Going calling out in this song. Nene, sit down, please. Sit down somewhere. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? You know this 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 corona, this rona is shutting down everything, everything. Um. Yeah, that's it. Oh my God, country music awards has been postponed. Oh my God. Okay, guys. Okay. You know what? If I'm not, I think that that's about it. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we come to the end of another episode of Team Thrills. I've been your host. Etheria, and I hope that you see you again next week. Thank you for listening.